K-Take 80. We are here. We are ready on today's take. We are talking about some movie news. Some very important images of a movie that we are excited to see have now been posted. And then we're going to talk about some $5 Tuesdays. If you don't follow us on Instagram, we asked what was one of your $5 Tuesday movie theater favorite memories. We're going to be talking about that. And also, we, on Instagram, if you don't follow us, make sure you follow us, at Sweet Film Talk. We are going to be talking a little Q&A. We had All You Sweets ask us some questions. We have some great questions that we are excited to answer. That will be a bulk of today's take. And then at the end, we have a very exciting announcement to make. And without any further ado, Keeks, how are you? It's day 1,669 <laughs> of the quarantine. And I'm, I'm going insane. Yeah. My fade is all whacked out. My, our fridge is just filled with boxes of pizza. Lee, and store bought cookie dough. That's how bad it's gone. No, oh, dude, we we went to Marco's Pizza last night, which is pretty okay. I'm a Papa John's guy myself, not Papa John himself, but the pizza. Yeah, no, you got to you got to definitely noted anti Papa John Schnatter podcast. Uh, he's a little bit of a racist. Yeah, we are an anti racism pod. Say yeah. no to racism. <laughs> the Papa yeah. John's pizza though, it's fine. It's fine. I like uh, the garlic sauce that they give you. Yeah. Have you ever eaten the pepper? Oh yeah, you're not. Do you a, eat it every time. You're not. You're not a human being if you've never have opened your mouth and just dangled that pepper inside your mouth and ate it. <laughs> Am I a ghost? You're a ghost. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Noted ghost keeks. Uh, are, are you still doing okay with the quarantine? You, your haircut looks good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, it, it's going great. The beard's coming in, and mm-hmm. um, we have my family goes to um, a barber, and so got a haircut. Yeah, I was due getting kind of gross but things are going well and we also have our boy on jives for take 80 <laughs> jives how are you doing through quarantine that's what the people want to yeah. know that. <laughs> we, we want to know that's what we- oh man i'm doing pretty poorly <laughs> let's be honest I, I was i was not expecting that answer but honesty <laughs> is the key um unlike tc i've not had a haircut in months Keep and it it's out. getting bad. Keep it that it way. It's bad. Grow out the lettuce, baby. But yeah, I've been, I've been playing a lot of Counter Strike. Been boycotting work, boycotting homework. Good. Been playing Counter Strike. Yeah, good. We're walking so that's out been on work. my basic days for the past. Work has few weeks. sucked recently. I'm not gonna lie. Oh man, it's the worst. It's been so busy. Yeah, for me too. I have so much work, and I'm just like pushing it to the sides. Oh. T- See, I wish I could do that. It's it's just like everyone at Walmart is going crazy right now. So, oh, man. you know, we're, hey, we're alive. At least I, we hey. still have jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, I put a shirt on today. So that's, that's, a, that's a step up. <laughs> fortunately, we have jobs and fortunately we have a podcast where we could plug it and vent. That's oh, yeah. very true. <laughs> so very true. Very important. 
Um, okay, movie news. Anything else? Because we're gonna be we're gonna be going back and forth. There's gonna be a lot of banter on this podcast. I want everybody to gear up spiritually, emotionally, <laughs> because <laughs> physically, we hope you're sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> or on a jog. This might help you break your PR. Honestly, um, well, Dune. Are we going Dune? We are going Dune Just straight baby. into it. We're going straight, into Dune. straight in now. Um, <laughs> can I be honest about Dune? Yeah. Those suits almost look Avengers Endgame-esque. <laughs> Do you think so? A little bit. A little I, okay. I'm, here, I'm here for it. Like It almost looks like Master Chief and Avengers Endgame tribe traveling suit had a baby, and they named it Dune. It looks like Master Chief. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. No, I didn't exactly either, but like yeah, Master that's actually Chief. a really good point. Yeah. So I'm excited. looks fine. Like, man, some of the set pieces and images look great, but... What do you guys think, John Jives? Let's. I want. I want to hear. What What are you What are you looking at? What do you think? I think it looks awesome. the The setting looks really cool. Yeah, like some of the pictures just looked amazing. Um, I've did you have you guys seen the David Lynch Dune from the eighties? I've never seen it. Nope. It was streaming for free on Amazon Prime forever, and I was always like, "Oh, I need to watch Dune." Never watched yeah, it. Now you have to buy it to see it. Um, uh, I've heard quotes that it's borderline unadaptable and it's like an adult Star Wars. So I, I hope it's good. Denis Villeneuve, that guy's like five for five, six for six on making. Like, I think the lowest movie I have of his rated is Enemy, but that's like an A minus. That movie was good, though. Yeah, yeah he yeah. has. on. So, like I talked about last time, I have a list of all the movies I've seen, and I have a point, like, given for each grade, and he is the director with the highest point average. He's like, a 14 is an A+. He's at, like, 13.5 wow. with his movies. So, he has so many bangers. Like, Yeah. If you go on IMDb and look at his, t- like, top five movies, they're all incredible. Yeah, I think they're all in there. Yeah. Blade Runner twenty Prisoners is one that if Prisoners. you have not seen it Ooh. is Arrival is so good. good. I would say Arrival for great. me is the lowest, lowest, and I like a lot Arrival. But, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, but Denis Villeneuve, man, I think he's going to take some liberties. I, I I didn't know that about Dune being un, unadaptable. I think he'll take some liberties and throw in some of his own flavor to make it adaptable. That's what I think, mm-hmm. and he'll do a fine job with that. And Oscar Isaacs. Beard Mercy. Get oh. the, our caked up king. Yeah. <laughs> caked up Sitting king. there in that halo suit. <laughs> ready like to jump. Ready to jump. Just a nice <laughs> just a nice hell jumper into I don't know. Um, just into the cast is great too. I really have oh, no yeah. problems with it. Just I, just make sure it comes out December, please. Oh, I know. Even on VOD, on video on demand. <laughs> I oh, my my thing is is also it it is going to have a sequel. His stipulation when he came on to make the movie was, I'm not just doing oh. one movie, then we're doing the sequel. I don't know if he's doing it Lord of the Rings esque, where he's going to film it all at once and then edit the two movies. But there will be a sequel to this one. I don't know how the books work. Um, honestly, huh. I. I was thinking about reading the book, but then I was like, well, I don't want to spoil the movie for myself. I don't know what that says about me, but <laughs> I think that's man fair. of the culture, I guess. <laughs> I think that's fair. I'm on I'm, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, like the only movie books that I've really read are the Harry Potter books. And I don't like the movies because I read the book. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Favorite favorite Harry Potter movie? Oh, number three or number four? Oh, number four. Four's my for favorite me. book. Four, four for me, hands down. Like that is yeah, when Harry Potter gets dark. Three like, feels crap. so fun though. Yeah, yeah. Like the direction style, Alfonso Cuarón. Of course, it feels good and it feels fresh. Um, yeah, I'd say three. Jonah, do you have? Do you like Harry Potter? Are you a Harry Potter guy? I have not seen those movies, you guys. Oh, really? What? <laughs> I've, I've seen like. I think I've seen the fourth one. I've seen, I think, the first one. But, like, other than that, I'm so lost. I started reading the book as a kid and got, like, a third of the way through and just just quit. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Uh, See, I read the seventh book. I got it that night. I woke up the next day and read it all in a day. Oh, wow. The most excited I've ever been to read. Wow. That's when it peaked when I was, like, 14. Maybe I was 15. I don't remember. Um but no, uh, we have to watch uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two for IMDb 250. So I watched that last night, kind of as a refresher. Oh, that's a good watch. What'd you think? Or are you indifferent? I guess I'm we'll gonna find save out. it for the pod. I'm, okay. I'm gonna save it for IMDb 250. Perfect. That's not that's not Wex week. That's two weeks, right? Yep, that's two weeks. Uh-huh. Two weeks. Perfect. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go on. Anything else about Dune? No. Looks good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Five dollar movies. Okay, this is kind of a hot topic. I was I, know. I drove past the reason why I was prompted to toast about this is I drove past the movie theater and guys, I longed to be inside. Oh. I longed oh, to be man. there. It was just what the Geneva Megaplex and I was just like my heart. And it was on a Tuesday. What? Oh and I was just thinking, man, it'd be such a blast to be in the movie theater, I think here are the movies I've seen in theaters this year. Off the top of my head, I can name them. I saw Jojo Rabbit for the second time, uh, Onward, The Way Back, and The Gentleman, and Bad Boys for Life. Is that it? I think that's, <laughs> that's it. Right. I think that's Don't, it. And, and the winner for Best Picture of 2020 is <laughs> Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> the nominees are Bad Boys for Life, The Way Back. Oh mercy! The last movie oh, I saw in theaters was Bloodsport or Bloodshot, whatever the frick that movie was. <laughs> what? It was so it, so so. At least we didn't have to watch like The Turning or the new Grudge movie or Fantasy Island because I heard those were stinkers, um, absolute stinkers. Uh, Five Dollar Tuesday. Honestly, what I wouldn't give to just take a walk through the sticky shoe. That oh, old American heck. Fork Theater. Get my Ooh. shoes dirty. I'll take I'll take my freaking weight Yeezy seven fifties through there, my wave runners, and I'll scuff those bad boys up just to watch a movie. That's it's how bad it. I need it. Um what, what Keeks, what was your favorite five dollar Tuesday that you can remember off the top of your head that you saw? Honestly Oh gosh, because dude, to be honest, like most five dollar Tuesdays I would go to would just be for random movies because I'm a big opening night guy. Like I love yeah. paying top dollar to see a movie that when it opens. But Probably when we went and saw Lady Bird. Yeah. We saw that on a $5 Tuesday. We did. We and did. my mozzarella sticks were late. But <laughs> additionally to add, when we figured out Movie Pass <sighs> and how you could use oh, one man. Movie Pass to buy two tickets and you could redeem the other Movie Pass for your candy and your popcorn and your drinks. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Keek- Cat's out the bag now. I mean, they're gone. But sorry, Movie Pass. Oh, Keeks and I had this in the bag. So what I would do, or we would flip flop. It was five dollar Tuesday. Keeks would go buy the concessions, and I would buy the two tickets because there's always loaded on Movie Pass, roughly like thirteen to fourteen dollars. 
Yep. And that system, who were we thriving? <laughs> oh, we were I, I heard life. of people who would just go and redeem it and get a thing of popcorn, then go home. Movie Pass, that idea is genius because there are so many movies that I watched that I never would have watched. It was just because, like, oh, I have time. I have money to watch this movie because it's a loaded debit card, essentially. You know, it's a credit yeah, card. Free money. Yeah. The, I mean, their business plan was fine because, you know, it, it's kind of like what Netflix does, what gyms do, is they count on people to sign up and then they don't ever use it, so the business is getting free money. What they didn't have to take into account was us, you know. <laughs> oh, it's just free money. I'll just go use it. And yeah. But honestly, yeah. I mean, they really brought in because for me, even like when we went to go see The Last Jedi, we used all of our movie passes. We got to see the movie for free and got our treats. Wow. It, it was Unreal. crazy. And then we also used movie pass to see Solo, and that was not worth it because the theater was half packed. Actually, we didn't. I remember you oh, reserved no, that's right. the seats. We wanted to, but we Cause didn't. Because we, we're like, this probably would be booked. We walked in there, and there was like five other people. And the state yeah. and the and the theater fit about three hundred probably. That was the the saddest movie moment of my life. I think. I'm it's, not exaggerating. Seeing half the theater full for a Star Wars movie and Solo's yeah, I fine. Think, I think so too. Solo's great. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it's not not the best movie in the world, but like it's Star Wars. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, there was no yeah. one in there. It was opening night. Um, <sighs> man, what about you guys? Five dollar Tuesday memories. Jives, you got it. Chime in. I, what do you think? I honestly think solo was when i went to in vegas and yeah it was empty like there was like yeah. five people there oh. i think that was the last one i saw i i mean like a year ago so i don't go to the movies as much as you guys do but i think solo was the last five dollar tuesday that's a good one mm-hmm. uh for me i tanya was really good Ooh, oh that's yeah sweet. that's right that was and, a good one and then we saw wind river on a five dollar tuesday Ooh. Was you, that? I feel like that was my second time having seen it. What? No, you you saw it the first time no. with me because I remember you were you were just freaking That's right. out. That's right. I saw it again after we had seen okay. it. Okay, yeah. So that was one of the best five dollar Tuesdays, just because we knew nothing about Wind River and we watched no. that and we're like, whoa, we were floored. So I miss five dollar Tuesdays. I miss movie theaters, and still still sensitive. <laughs> what are some $5 Tuesdays from the sweets? Throw them out. There were some good ones, it looked like, um, last time I had checked. One was The Gentleman. Oh, okay. The 2020 winner. Yep. <laughs> Great watch. Um, Fun one, watch. One was also Captain Marvel. Uh, someone had a birthday party and also had recliners. Oh, that's the best part of $5 Tuesdays. When you get those recliners. I hate the recliners. Unreal. You what? don't you hate do? it? Yeah, because I get so, it's like, I don't want to be in a bed. Yeah, I get really <laughs> sleepy when I'm in a recliner chair. So just give me the old padded, like gum stained seat, and I'm good. <laughs> put me in the row where I can put my feet up on the bar. Okay, that's the best row. Yeah, the that, best row. What else? I can't think of anything else. What What else are there? Other what? Um, five dollar <laughs> Tuesdays. Five dollar Tuesdays. I don't <laughs> know. Just because like, I haven't gone to a five dollar Tuesday because I've had freaking AMC A list, so I just kind of go when I want. And yeah, oh, I did see Bad Boys for Life on a five dollar Tuesday. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think I also saw Just Mercy on five. Just Mercy, man, that has not aged well. Nope. I think about. Ba- I think that like we saw that movie this last year too. I remember Bad Boys for Life before I remember Just Mercy. 
Sheesh. Yeah. No, I I think $5 Tuesday, just movies. Bring them back. We need them. The world needs needs that escape. Uh, It does. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it'll come back. It'll come back soon. Yep. I know Cinemark is planning to open early July in expectations for Tenet. Oh. Oh. Do we think that's too early or too late? I think that's I think that's Why? fine. I think that's just that, fine. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, I think I think so too. And I I do like what Water Gardens is doing. They're posting up some screens outside. People are parking in their cars, and just they're trying their best to have a movie theater experience. Yeah, shouts out, there. man. If I was in Utah, I'd be going to that every single weekend. Yeah, and every weekend I'm showing up. Um, I know Shouts other movie theaters gardens. probably have the idea the of pod. doing that, but it's just you know a little bit hard. And some people are doing like takeout and whatnot. So yeah, you, you feel you feel for the theater industry because you rely on people to go there to buy tickets. Oh yeah, they're hit hard by all this. Yes, yes. AMC is like convinced they're going to go bankrupt. It's like, bro, just just reactivate my AMC A list. I don't care. Give me some perks when I come back, but I'll give you my money. No. I Stay think open. I saw that. Did they say they were actually like? Yeah, they're like looking for a under? bailout. Yeah, I saw that. Yikes! So weird. Come on, be fine. They're the next closest I, thing. Next closest thing to movie mass. <laughs> Don't go away. I please. They won't. We'll all be fine. And can you just imagine? Next year, we're just going to be filled with. We're going to have to do like three pods a week for all the oh movies that are coming out. Gosh, <laughs> it's going to be actually really nice. TV. Yeah, like look at the look at the perspective long run. That'll be nice. Oh yeah, cannot wait. Yeah. So nice. Please. Um, is it is it Q and A time? <laughs> I we, think it is. Are we ready? It is. I think it is. Are we starting from the bottom to the top? Let's just do it. Yeah, we'll just throw out. We'll, we'll try and go through all of them. Let me pull. I it think up. we can make it. All right. Okay. Are we, are we gonna just every other? Yeah, why not? Okay. Tanner, I think we the first question is definitely for you. This was very fitting. Um, yeah. Someone asked, are Tanner and Kennedy married yet? That is a no. If we were getting married and were married, all the suites would know. We would have we would have the announcement up on the NASA post. <laughs> um, We'd but, call like James Cameron to come officiate the wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, but we are. Jimmy C. We are in love. Things are going really well, and Josh, let's go. I've never. I've That's never, amazing. Yeah, Josh, I've never told you this story, and I've never I've, told the sweets how we met. So let me tell everybody how we met. I tried to egg you on when we had Kennedy on to yeah. be like, "Choose officially say it." Okay, she's she on and takes seventy eight. Yeah, so she said we met through a mutual friend, which is kind of an inside joke about meeting through mutual. We met through mutual dating app for those sweets <laughs> okay. that don't know. And we are not afraid to say it. We own up to it, baby. You got to own up to how you met your significant other. The the SFT motto is like what you like. Exactly. And so <laughs> you like going on dating uh, we were apps. Talking about mutual. What's up? No, I was just saying if you like going on dating apps, you like it. Exactly. Unless like you All like good. being racist or you like <laughs> belittling women, then no, then don't. That's wrong. Uh, that doesn't count. Yeah. No, that doesn't count. Then no. that's that's bad. No. Um, <laughs> keep going. Okay, keep going. Anyways, we met up, and funny enough, I was actually going to bail. I was just had a long day. I didn't really want to go. She seemed really nice and sweet. And uh, shout out to Carlson. Um, 
he told me, he's like, if you don't go tonight, when will you go? And that resonated with me. I was like, oh, shoot. Dang. So pulled up. She was very sweet, very outgoing, good conversationalist. And that is one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I asked her, I was like, had I not shown up and like just bailed on you, I was like, would we, would you have rescheduled or try? She's like, ah, probably wouldn't have really Dang. put in a lot of effort and, you know, rescheduled. I was like, I don't blame you. So here we are. So she's that, great. That's she's a strong well. lady right there. Yeah. And I no, ask, no second chances. You, you get the shot. You get around, one dude. shot, yeah. King. And I want to ask you she's guys. not messing around. You guys are both married men. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you know that you loved your wife? Ooh, let's let's get it. It's we've talked we talk rom coms we talk romance here there. Let's let's start. I mean, this is like diving into the per. Oh gosh, that I knew I knew right away. Not even gonna lie, right yeah. away. Oh yeah, like Kamika was there when I met my wife. I don't Sarah. think I was when we was went I? to the. Yeah, you were there, dude. First time I saw her. Oh wait, Fourth of July. <laughs> Um, or was it a little it was before, before that? that? We went to some random person's house in the basement, some Chilean party. Dude, I actually don't think I was there. I think you're actually conf- Dude, I don't think you, I was. Maybe I no, was. No. I don't remember. Here's the story. Kamiko and I roll up. We're listening to XXX Tentacion on full volume. As you should. <laughs> and we pass, we pass my wife Sarah before I've ever met her. We pass her. And she later on she told me she was like, "Who are those guys?" Like what what oh, ghetto music are they listening to? <laughs> and we get out and we both like walk into the party at the same time and we just kind of started talking. Oh. You were there, Kamiko. I don't oh, know. I, I don't remember knew. this. And you, yeah, I you, just knew. It was love that, at first sight? It was love at first sight. Shouts out, Sarah. Um, Wow. That's amazing. Wow. That's, that is so... Because I, I mean, I remember when you guys were dating. Yeah. That, oh my, was that three years ago? I don't know, dude, but I mean, you, you basically introduced me because you brought me to the party. I wouldn't have gone unless you invited me, Keeks. Oh, I just pulled a little woe right there. No one can see a bad radio. <laughs> Dang. Just, Jive, you know, good for you. What the kids are doing. That's... No, it, it was love at first sight, no doubt. Wow. I, I yeah. kind of have to agree. I, me and Becky, so we met at a bachelor party in Las Vegas. I was a bridesmaid, and then she was a groomsman, and I thought she was dating one of the dudes, but like... Uh, we we were just talking, and she was going to the University of Arkansas. My sister Allie had gone to the University of Arkansas. My sister Malia was on her mission in Arkansas, serving on the University of Arkansas campus. What so, the? like, weird connections to Arkansas. My family's always had it. And we were just talking, and it was long distance, and I just remember it clicked. And since then, like, she didn't even realize I was into her, but I was into her, like, probably months before she was into me. <laughs> And and, but no, that's right. and that's the thing, like it's so organic, it's just so natural. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like after after about a month with Kennedy, I was like, yeah, I'm um, I'm gone, passed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that <laughs> was it. <laughs> but it's so on when's it. the date, TC? Uh, no day yet. <laughs> we're just okay. we're just that's taking right. step by step. We're just enjoying everyone each other's moves company. at their own pace, and exactly. we love yeah, it. No worries, no worries. But hey, just no. You two will know, team SFT. So <laughs> the, the group chat will be actually. It is her birthday popping. today. We are recording this on April eighteenth, Saturday. It's her birthday, so happy birthday, Kennedy! Let's happy go, birthday, Kennedy! Happy birthday! Come back Kennedy. on the pod. Uh-oh. Everyone, come on the pod. Let's go. Just a nice, just joint SFT. 
So anyways, Sweet. that is the first question. Nice little tangent. Nice love stories, okay. guys. Love that. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, I'm going to go with the next one. So um, how do we feel about Kylo Ren? Uh, best part of the sequel trilogy, my opinion. Hands down. Adam Driver. Basically, I don't think he'll ever do another blockbuster uh, franchise after the Star Wars movies. Uh, he yeah. carries those. For the most part, I think he's probably the best part about it. No, I, I think, think he was. I think he was the most complex character, and I think he was the most likable yet the most dislikable character. And I think he did some of the best acting in Star Wars. I think Adam Driver is a phenomenal actor. And yeah. to mm-hmm. TBH, to be totally honest here, I would have been fine with him having no redemption. That was like in the original script. Yeah. Really? I think that's the best choice. I don't know yeah. why he did get one. Yeah, like I was leaning more, and it's it's it, that's that's the thing. It's Star Wars. It's a kids movie. It's a family movie, and you're kind of going the beat for beat with you know Darth Vader having the redemption as well. So mm-hmm. I can kind of see it, but I would have preferred no redemption. But I do like Kylo Ren as a character. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's awesome. I don't think he deserved the redemption, but I like the redemption. If okay. That, if that makes sense. Yeah, Definitely I like that didn't opinion. deserve it, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. That was the best part of the, the last movie, I thought. What do you think about the kiss? Mm. Un- unnecessary. Yeah, okay. Same. A little weird, but... What kiss is worse? The Rose and Finn kiss in Last Jedi, or... Ugh. Or the, the, the <laughs> Kylo... That's a great uh, question. Ray kiss. That's a good question. Uh, I think the Rose, the Rose and Finn... It just is weird to me. I think they do too. I, I would say Rose and Finn, but they're both terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad. Just, like they're... even worse than Luke kissing his sister in A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, right. For I mean, I'm, I'm being worse. honest, hands down, because yeah. Luke Luke didn't know. Luke didn't no, know. he didn't know. Yeah. Didn't know. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> um, okay, next question we have: Who would win in a fight, Jason Bourne or James Bond? Oh, this is a good one. That's I'd, a solid one. I briefly saw this one, and I didn't really... It I depends on s- which James Bond. That's true. <laughs> Very Sarah true. I, Sarah and I were just um, re-watching all the old ones from like Dude, the 60s and 70s. I cannot wait to re- I can't wait to watch those. Stop. That's my goal. And the my, 90s ones. My brother Trent has been sending me all the updates about the old James Bond. He's like, you have to watch these. You have to watch these. He's been like sending me clips. That's hilarious that you've been watching oh, them too, so, Oh, yeah. We I, might have to get... We might have to do a special on James Bond oh, before yeah. it comes out. We've got like six months and we're <laughs> stuck at home. Yeah, <laughs> so, might as well. I know. New segment, baby. I think Jason Bourne does. Because he's like oh, yeah. bred to like, he, he no one even like it. I mean, no one is even aware of his existence. He doesn't even know he's alive. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> even know who he is. He doesn't even know he's capable of. So yeah, I think someone who has nothing to lose, like him. Yeah, he he's going. I'm and especially compared to the the old James Bonds from like the seventies. Oh yeah, uh, they're, I they're think he so. Could give, I think Sean Connery. Could oh, give Sean him a Connery's run. clean. That dude is smooth. I'm going Jason Bourne as well. Um, yeah, Jason Bourne. He's just yeah. You know, he's just prepped and ready. James Bond is just smooth when he does it. And he just gets ragged and tagged, but he still comes out on top. Now, I want to ask you a quick question. Since we're kind of on the topic of verses, John Wick versus our beloved boy, Johnny B. the Punisher. Oh, John Wick. John Wick. I don't even think it's close. I think I think if they like were 
came up on each other just right then and there and had to fight. I think John Wick. But if John, if if the Punisher had time to plan and strategically plan, I might would go with the Punisher. Hmm. I don't know, <laughs> I, dude. I just think John Wick is. I mean, he's the Baba Yaga. He is the he's Baba Yaga. Yeah, he is. He is. He is <laughs> the Baba Yaga. Okay, probably John Wick. All right, I think John Wick, yeah. but I think it would be close. I, I can. Nah, it's John Wick. Okay, I'd say John Wick. Um, next question. Who's got it? Oh, Jives, you got it. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> Are we doing this question? Oh, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it all. <laughs> Have y'all ever had to poop in a place that was not a bathroom? <laughs> TC says he's got a good one for this one, so go for it, TC. Okay, so let me... Oh, man. Uh, as, as we told everybody, get physically ready for this Q&A. <laughs> um, so just a little hindsight here, just a little backstory. I served an LDS mission in New York City. Coney Island bathrooms might be the most rough thing i've ever seen and yes i've gone to the bathroom there <laughs> oh so i don't even know if i consider that a bathroom anyways <laughs> so it was a bachelor party in september and we went out near just saratoga springs just out in the mountains to go shooting everybody had you know their guns just kind of get the bros together and go shoot so first 10 minutes were there i just get hit just <laughs> no and there's not a bathroom water sewage line in sight and i'm like where do i like go? How you mentioned sewage line <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need a hole <laughs> something and so i'm like shoot and i don't tell anybody and i just dip for like 10 five ten minutes and i just find this little area and did it there so that was that <laughs> okay and it I, was think, I think okay, everyone man. has I had think, the camping. Sure, but that I can't remember the last time I did that. I think I was probably I like Mutual Dell for a scout camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 13. Yeah, so it had been years. And the worst part about that is no toilet paper. Okay, Ooh. that was yeah TMI, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay though yeah but it, it, it was one of those where you're like okay like i felt like that was fairly clean which fortunately it was so anyways keeks let's hear your story <laughs> okay so it was soccer practice i think jv no so so junior year i just soccer practice it hits me it's just you've been running around it hits me i go into the school it's locked oh no everywhere is locked and I see at the other end of the of like basically the school it might as well have been the range where you do like your driver's ed and at the very end there were porta potties and I start sprinting I, I'm like I, I I don't think there's a way but maybe there will be a way and um, I grabbed something just in case to help in case I didn't make it and I did not make it and I ended up in the <laughs> oh middle of the r- driving range um, and did it there <laughs> Oh my god. And then I went back. <laughs> and that was it. That's where I got my driver's license, you know. That's then the middle, they yep. That, the well, middle, let's see. It was 2010 is in the middle of the drive range. Yeah, oh right in the middle. Gosh. The American Fork High School driving range. <laughs> and I I don't know. I like Did you clean it how up? Did, how did no, no one No, I didn't you? have anything to clean it up with. 
So I, I just left. I dipped. It was like a Friday. It just probably sat there for a few days. I don't know. I'm dead. I, I'm, I'm so dead. sorry. I'm really so sorry. There was, I had no other way. I really thought I could make it. I didn't make it. My I, question is, how did no one see you? You're in an open parking lot. Well, because it was like, like the, the driving range is off to like the side of the normal parking lot. Yeah. So it's still a little hidden. And it was like enough after school, and it might have even been on a Saturday, and we were just playing soccer for fun. But yeah, there's no, I just got lucky. That's why I grabbed a hoodie as kind of like a safe thing just in case. Wow. And, um, Man. I'm so sorry. While we're on the driving range topic, really. do you remember the serpentine? Just weaving it out of the codes, the back reverse. Man, that was oh, a yeah. wild drill. Some of the serpentine I... people had a rough time. <laughs> driving range? I still forever remember how to parallel park from that, and I am the perfect parallel parker. Wow. Dang, dude. I love parallel parking. I can parking. parallel park anywhere you need me to par- parallel park. So, a uh, quick fun story about the driving range. Uh, I think it was Ingersoll was in the tower, and the mm-hmm. Dark Knight just came out. Remember when the Joker sticks his head out the window, and he's just doing oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I just saw like Dark Knight like a week ago, and I was doing Driver's Edge, and so I do the same thing, <laughs> like just trying to be funny. And then Ingersoll gets on the intercom, and he yells at my friend because he thought my friend did it. He's like, get your head in the window. And I was dying. I was like, my bad, dude. <laughs> oh, man. It's. Uh, John, John, yeah, Jonah, do, you do, you, do you have a story to share about that? That uh, you want I, to share? I honestly don't. I, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm well, not going to lie. The story I just told is the only story I have about it. So luckily, I was I have one to share for this perfect moment. Well, and yours is a long time ago. Mine was like, geez, just seven months ago, <laughs> six months, months ago. ago. Golly! All right, on to the next. Okay, you go for it, TC. Oh wait, am I go? I'll just go. Yeah. What made you guys start the sweet film talk? Where did the name come from? Mm, good um, question. Good we question. we wanted to do a YouTube channel, but. We like never thought that a podcast would be a thing you could do. It, we just never thought about a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then shouts out to the to the homie Blake Lyman who had kind of started one, and we were like, "Oh, we can just do that." We had no idea, and so we started it. And we always used to just say "sweet" when we'd see each other, and we put that in the name. Yeah, just kind of flowed. So, and then we've been doing takes. Um, since, geez, July 2018. No, it was May. May 20-something. Wow. 22nd, 2018? Yeah, yeah. And Deadpool. Yeah, that's right. Wade Wilson, A Star Wars Story. Good times. Uh-huh. Go re And that's to what that. started the, like, we name each take something off of, like, the movie that we review, and um, that started that whole tradition as well. The take thing came way after. Yeah, that came around uh, September, August. Uh, the next year of the following year and then jives joined on just in september and help has helped tremendously with our brand our new a new logo editing the song um and just being on so yeah it's been it's been really fun it's been a fun just kind of having your own brand your own baby and we just love 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 the support we love the ideas and just talking movies talking film it's good Mm -hmm. good time my my favorite thing is is I've been watching a lot of Ebert and Roper and like Siskel and Ebert <laughs> reruns, and they call movies pictures, and I think that's so funny and endearing. Yeah, <laughs> they'll always start the review as this picture was a great picture. And remember, I don't know why I'm talking like a 1920s dude, but it, honestly, for us, the sweet film talk is a way to 
like a lot of people talk about you know i didn't like the cinematography in this or i didn't like the editing but they never say why so that's kind of why we like to throw in little sweet movie morsels about like what editing is and what cinematography is so that if you say you don't like the cinematography you can understand and hopefully we help you understand why and you can explain why to someone yeah i don't like being able to say i didn't Mm. like the cinematography and not say why i still do it but you know we're we're all learning we're all learning together and we just want to we want to advance film we want to make sure that people have a voice mm-hmm. i feel like film oh, has yeah. been a really hard thing in the past for people to have a voice and we want to give that to those you know we're, we're from utah and in this area and branch out more too and that's the thing everybody uh, loves film everybody has yeah. a connection to film a memory uh, they were moved by it or something like that. And everybody can, appre- or, or TV. So mm-hmm. it's something that everybody can talk about and appreciate. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's fascinating all that goes into the execution of making a film or TV show for it to be successful. So yeah, that's, that's how we, that's how we started the sweet film talk. True. We've been able to meet so many interesting people and just get so many cool little connections along the way as well. Mm-hmm. It's been a blast. So that's, Mm-hmm. Really has TC. Will you get this next question yeah. and then Jive? Oh, oh, oh. Or no, Jives, you get this next question. Then TC, you get the one okay. after. Perfect. Let's see. Most overrated dessert. Ooh, can I pop off real quick? Go for it. Pe- oh yeah, pecan pie. Put that. Oh. Pu- put that puppy in the garbage. <laughs> I, it's so bad. Oh, I agree. All the pecan pies I've had, I've had like one or two bites. I'm like, no, this is too rich. Let me let me have my calories on chocolate, on ice cream. So pecan pie. Garbage. Yeah, no, seriously. Agreed. Like, get out. I, I, anyways. Why, I, who thought that putting just a bunch of nuts in a pie would be a good idea? Grossly overrated. Grossly. Oh. So, okay. Uh, that's mine. Banana pudding. Ooh. I hate banana pudding. Wow. I cannot stand the taste. I don't know why anyone likes it. Anytime I've ever had it or it's ever at a potluck, it's the last thing to go. I don't know who's bringing it. Stop making it. Make chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. People will eat those. I promise Stop you they'll eat them. It. Make a chocolate cake. Buy a box of Funfetti cake from Walmart and <laughs> bake it and present it to us. That will go before your horrible banana pudding. That, 100%. that is another one. It's Funfetti cake. It's awful. Dude, that was my wedding cake. <laughs> Your wedding cake was Funfetti? With chocolate frosting, it's my wife's favorite. Well, what? Like what I do understand. Like what you like. I understand. <laughs> uh, I understand. Okay, so what about banana pudding with uh, Nilla wafers? Worse. Wow. Okay. <laughs> why, why would you put why would you put an already horrible cracker Dude. on top of a horrible dessert? Nilla wafers are fine. Nilla wafers are the the OG crackers. Yeah. Right? But, but could you From, think, like, I can think of a bunch of other crackers I'd rather eat than vanilla wafers. <laughs> oh. Give me some um, uh, with, here, here's with, the thing. With some milk and bananas sliced up, they're 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 fine. Oh <laughs> gosh. See, I think another thing is I don't really like bananas. Yeah. But all things aside, um, Ban- vanilla what are the cookies what are the cook uh, stop i'm gagging what are the I, just, I just ate a banana what are the cookies that are like are um oh gosh i don't remember what they're called but they're like kind of buttery and they're flaky oh club crackers ritz no i do love cup club crackers though no they're cookies i don't remember what they're called oh, i'll probably remember later um, all right jives what's your most overrated dessert oatmeal raisin cookies oh yeah like 
Oh, that's who, the king. Who is still making those? Oh, I have no idea. But people do, though. That's the thing. Like, oh, I don't I, understand I what don't know. is going through someone's head when they're like, Chocolate chip cookies or oatmeal raisin? I'll go with the oatmeal raisin. Boy, like, I will oh. say oatmeal raisin make you normal. <laughs> make you regular. Yes. That's what I meant. Can make, make you regular. It so that when you're stuck in a in a at a driving range, <laughs> then you'll have to take your business. No, or like you find a who, an empty driver. <laughs> who is going to the store and they have options in front of them with chocolate chip cookie or double chocolate chip and oatmeal raisin oh, and that person is grabbing oatmeal raisin whoever you I are let you. us know let us know who you are because respect however i disagree let, let me present this to you if you get anytime anyone buys those assorted boxes of cookies you've normally got like the white chocolate macadamia nut you've got chocolate chip and then you've got the oatmeal raisin if you have if you have seen a moment where the oatmeal raisin goes first i will send you i will venmo you ten dollars and i know you'll be lying if you're telling me and you're lying but i know if you're being <laughs> truthful there's never been a time where i've seen oatmeal raisin go first yeah ever yeah never in the history of oatmeal raisin cookies so if we ever have a, another sweet film meetup there will not be any pecan pie no banana pudding and oatmeal raisins bet on that yeah. sounds good perfect um, Jives, this is a question towards you. If you could see anyone in concert, who would it be, including past artists? That is a good one. That is a good one. I'm going to go with Young Lean. Oh, you saw him! Didn't you? I've seen Young Lean already, but best concert of my life. I he would, is I would one of the him. most interesting artists of the 2010s. Exactly. His music's great. <clears throat> He's he's kind of hit and miss with some some of his songs. Some of his songs are really bad, but like his personality is just so interesting. The it just makes it so exciting to like. When I saw him last year, it was just amazing. Best show of my life. What what does he what does he do? He's a Swedish rapper. Oh, okay, he does like he like invented SoundCloud rap. Wow, and his name is Young Lean. Young Lean. Mm-hmm. Like lean. And he has on like it. a whole. Lean with it, rock with it, lean. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yep. Wow. His last name is Lean Doer. Yeah, just... his last name is Lean Doer. Okay. He's Swedish. He speaks. I mean, he's obviously fluent in English, but wow. he has like the whole crew. He has the same producers making the music since like his first song. So it's like 2011. Like, yeah, like 2012, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just they're just it's just the cool crew. Really unique. Really different. Yeah. Solid crew. Wow. Love that. Okay. That's a good answer. Let's go to the next one. I want to ask you that. I'd love to see Prince. From someone in the past, I'd love to see Prince. Prince? Okay. I think Purple Rain is first, second best song made of all time. Great. I love that. I love that song. There, when when the when the um probably like the five minute mark hits and you just hear Prince going, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that I mean that nothing wow. touches it. It's so good. Okay. Purple Rain. Sounds unreal. I uh, that's pretty. I started the movie. I haven't finished it yet, but love the movie too so far. Yeah, TC. What about you? Uh, you know, I think Lincoln Park in their prime, or even Blink One Eighty Two. Rest. That would be cool. I think that would be, be a blast. Cool prime. Yeah, yeah. Go with those. Uh, that's a great choice. All right, Keeks, you got the next one. Okay. Um. If you could shadow anyone in the film industry, who would it be? Um, mainly because I want to understand screenwriting more. So at the moment, I would probably either say Taylor Sheridan or Aaron Sorkin. 
because they write great dialogue. Mm. That's and really good. They, okay. Especially Taylor Sheridan knows how to present what's it called um, tension through his scripts really, really well. I think that'd be mine. What I'll about you, TC? Um, I have a, I have two. One would be Brad Pitt because I think he's got a good track record for films that he's acted also in and producing. He's produced a lot of movies. Help mm-hmm. you know, sitting on, and then of course Christopher Nolan, like that guy's mind. We'll, yeah, we'll, okay, we'll talk yeah. a little bit more about him um, later on, but I would love to just kind of see his insight of film because you know I, he yeah, screenwrites, he directs. Too. I mean, this guy does it all, and even Denny Villeneuve. So I like your answer with Taylor Shel- Sh- Sh- uh, Sheridan. So mm-hmm. I'd probably go overall o- overarching here. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Jonah. I was I was gonna say Tarantino, but then you said Nolan, and I realized he would be way more interesting than Tarantino. Tarantino's a little little wacky. Yeah, he a little is. too crazy. Yeah, he'd give you all these riddles to answer your questions, and it'd just be like, "Gosh, just answer the just question, <laughs> Quentin." I don't know. I don't know what this riddle means. Just be straight up. Yep. Come on, LMK. LMK. <laughs> um, next question I'll take. If you could have been the director for any movie, which one and why? I have an answer. Okay. Can I go? Yes. Go for it. For me, it would have been The Hobbit. Oh! <laughs> it would have been The Hobbit, 100%. And don't get me wrong, I love, I love Peter Jackson. I love what he did for The Lord of the Rings. Like, favorite movie of all time. Said it like eight. 8,000 times on this podcast. The Hobbit is one of my favorite books ever. Like, that started Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings. Like, that was it. That catapulted into what it is. And I felt like The Hobbit was rushed. It was too much green screen. It was all over the place. It's it's watchable, don't get me wrong. I don't think it could have ever been what Lord of the Rings was, but it could have scratched and, you know, got pretty close. And it is just on the other side of the spectrum. So what happened there? Oh man. What, what made him think, Oh, all green screen and special effects is what this movie needs. And I don't know. And I would have made the Hobbit just two movies. Like I know it was three movies, more money and runtime, but there was so much dead space and BC plots that were not necessary. I would have made the Hobbit two movies. I would have made it about two and a half hours each, you know, release an extended version and really get to the nitty gritty and add add a couple B plots, but mainly keep it to the book. So that's the movie that I would love to have been mm. a part of and directed. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say a movie that we w- watched and reviewed recently is The Last Airbender. Oh, that's <laughs> I, a good one. Because I, afterwards, I went back and rewatched like the final battle scene with with Aang and the and the Fire Lord, and you just think of all like. Like Uncle Iroh and oh my gosh, there's so many characters in there that were so just much potential. robbed. And you, what the reason why I say the last Airbender is basically before I go in, I tell the studio, look, I'm gonna need multiple movies. I'm gonna maybe need six movies so that I can tell all three of these chapters in a good way, and even do like a mini series. I know Netflix right now is working on an Avatar: The Last Airbender mini series with the creators, and I, I just. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think any one of us, any one of us, could have made a better movie than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so like the intro to the movie. You just have to use the original intro. 
but he rewrote the intro for the movie. It's like, if it's not broke, TC, don't fix it. I like how quick that was. Yeah. There, there we go. <laughs> um, Jonah, do you have an idea? Do you have one that you... Um, this one's not out yet, but I already know that it's not going to be good. It's They're making a Cowboy Bebop live action. Oh, boy. oh gosh, yep. John Cho's going to be oh, boy. Spike. I already... I just... It's my favorite series of all time, and I already just have bad vibes about the Netflix adaptation. Dude. So I would love to just... I, I would love to direct that. Are you kidding? To add to that, the Death Note movie... Death Note is probably my favorite anime behind um, Attack on Titan. The yeah. movie is oh. dreadful. So bad. It is probably the bottom ten movies of all time that I've seen. <laughs> oh, It's yeah. so... It's horrible. It's terrible. Sarah and Absolutely I, we just horrible. sat there skipping through it like, skip, skip, skip. Yep. Like, we couldn't even watch it. It's it's a horrible adaptation. Just yeah. because the anime is so hard to adapt to. It's which, almost... It's almost like you shouldn't adapt it too. Yeah. Just cuz like the style doesn't doesn't cross over to live action. It doesn't. The it doesn't one that I sense. say I I I don't mind the Ghost in the Shell adaptation. I think that one's yeah. fine. We actually I remember that. We'll talk about a movie that adapted an anime pretty well coming up here soon. Okay. That I don't think many of you knew was inspired by an anime, but um let's see. Yeah, what's Let's, the next we'll, we'll skip over a couple of these questions just because we're removing a little bit of time. And actually, we'll come back to this next question when we talk about um, another movie coming up. So, uh, what is the worst movie you have ever seen? Not in a funny way, but an unbearable way. Um, I don't know. TC, can you think of one? Recently, Evangelion, baby. That, that movie <laughs> was so bad. <laughs> I hated that movie. I think you hate. I think it's very. It's very explicit. Jarring if you don't watch the series beforehand. Sure, and I under I can understand that. But my gosh, the first three minutes. I said. (laughs) I I said it over the pod. I was just like, "Do I really? Is is that really what I think?" And I told my brother. Because he was like, Trent, Trent, my older brother Trent, who listens to the pod, was like, dude, like, what is it, Evangelion? I was like, just watch the last, the first five minutes and watch, like, the last ten minutes. And he did. He's like, holy crap. Like, that was just a mess. He's like, now I understand. I'm like, yeah. So as of, as of late, that was one of the worst movies I've seen. Unbearable. And Twilight Breaking Dawn. Or New Moon, one of the Twilights, when she's, like, giving birth and there's so much blood. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. That movie was um, that movie was awful. So I'd probably say those two were pretty rough. And I gotta give a sweet movie morsel for Evangelion. Okay. Because okay. I like the movie. Because, mm. I, I, I mean, I've seen the anime. The thing that happened with the season finale, the series finale of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, is they ran out of budget... And the ending doesn't necessarily... The ending is very happy for a TV show that's pretty dark and depressing for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so the fans basically rioted against the creator, sent him all sorts of hate mail, death mail, saying basically that they wanted a redo. So he's like, all right, you you bunch of whiny babies, I'm going to make the movie, I'm going to redo the end. And so basically the end of Evangelion, the movie, is like... 100 it's like a 180 degree turn from the original series finale it's dark and it's a satire basically of all of the whiny baby men who were complaining (laughs) about the end of the recent of the series finale 
that's why it's so jarring and so weird if you haven't seen the original. Yeah. And I can't I can't imagine watching that without having seen the the series. Like Yeah, oh my god. You would be so lost. Like completely confused. Cuz the series is really cool. It's cool. It's Yeah. It's strange for sure. It's definitely sour, but it's it's cool. That's what, I that's agree. what I've Very heard. Very sour. But for me, didn't like it. Hated it. That's that. <laughs> Lock Countdown it, put in a book, bury in the ground. <laughs> Anyways. Countdown. Oof. Um, also, the Death Wish movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's a turd. That is a turd. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jonah, do you have any bad ones you want to add? Ooh, just the Death Note adaptation. I literally was like, I could not watch it. I was just it's unbearable. Like, I can't. It wasn't even like, Oh, this is so bad. I'm laughing. It was just like, oh my gosh. Because the anime is like top five series I've seen all time. Yeah, the anime is good, but oh man, except for the last like six episodes, it it drags on. For yes, sure. it does. It does. That's the only thing it has going against it. But but man, that still was fun. bad. Oh, that's <laughs> so. Um, TC, do you got the next question? Uh, yes. It says, "What do you have for the future?" Hmm. Um, we don't want to talk too much about what we have in the future just because things are up in the air, but we are moving forward with a lot of behind the scenes um, additions to the pod. Yeah. Which we will be unveiling probably June. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep it at that. Great mm-hmm. question though. Yes. Lots of plans. Keep big future. Keep the appetite, mm-hmm. appetite wet right there. Um, yep. <laughs> Who's got the next one? Let's let's do. Um, we'll we'll skip over a couple of these. TC, what is? Oh, what is your favorite Halo map of all time? This is a great question. I am going Guardian <laughs> Halo Three. I think that is hands down the best map. But let me break it down real quick. I'll break it down. Every favorite map from every favorite Halo. Halo One, <laughs> Hang 'em High. Halo 2, Lockout. <laughs> Halo 3, Guardian. And a hard second is The Pit. The Pit is where friendships... Oh, The Pit! The friend, that's where friendships are ruined. Halo 4, no maps, because Halo 4 was trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Exile. Halo 4 Halo Four had potential, but it just... It, it was like Call of Duty carbon copy. Yeah. They didn't like it. Didn't like the sound effects. Um, is that when it switched to like you could get like perks and stuff? Yeah, yeah, and they had classes. I don't think I've ever even played it. Yeah, Halo I don't 4. think I've played a Halo since. There's Halo a 3. cult following for Halo Four, and I just don't understand it. And then, yeah, weird. and then Halo Five, I'd really like Coliseum. So those are my favorite Halo maps. But Guardian, hands down, best four v four map. Great question, guys. Nope. What about you? No Blood Gulch? I love Blood Gulch. I think it's a little overhyped. I like the smaller maps because that's where that's okay, where yeah. that's where Beast and TC makes his living with those nade nade shots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the dono. <laughs> what about you guys? What's your favorite Halo maps? Blood Gulch. I like Valhalla. That's a nice like 16 v 6 or 8v8. Yeah. Is that it? 8v8? Yeah. 8v8, See, I'm a little yeah. indifferent. Like, I, I, I don't mind the occasional big maps and big Team Slayer, but I love just a 4v4 or 5 versus 5. Like, that's 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 where it gets nitty and gritty. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Blast. We, we, we got to have a tournament sometime. Oh, or man. Oh, when Halo I'm out 3. there, it's in. It's, it's on. I love Halo Knights with the boys. It's so Let's fun. Let's do it. And, uh, as a bonus, Sand Trap, Zombies. 
with just okay, a landing that's party. Fun. Okay, yep. that's fun. Okay, that's fun. You boost everything fun. up for the zombie, make him invisible, and super fast, super like low gravity. It's fun just, time. There's flying around. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, fun time. Um. Okay, I have a question. Great, love Halo talk. Um. Mm-hmm. This is a question. Have you seen cats? <laughs> yes. Uh. Have you guys? No. Have any of you guys seen cats? Nope. No, no. Okay, so the thing about Cats is is the musical relies on stage presence. The musical role relies on audience participation and the and just like the you know, the the showmanship. The movie takes all of that away. It has some good dance choreography, but the musical is so unadaptable as well. It's just ta- it's just a musical of a bunch of cats singing out coming out and singing I'm this cat. Who's that cat? I'm this cat. Who's that cat? I'm that cat. And then it ends. And they basically decide which cat they're going to sacrifice to kill. And and that's the play. So right off the bat it's unadaptable. Um in the movie is it's really hard to watch, but I can see why it has a cult following because at the same time, if you're in the right mindset and you watch it, you could have a good time. I didn't at all, and I knew what I was getting myself into as well. Mm. So that that video um, you posted afterwards was so funny with you in the bathroom. Love it. Mm, what's an older movie that you wish was made today instead? It's a great question. That is a good question. Mm. Like how how old are we talking? Anytime, anytime. I um, I for me, this is I don't know why this is coming to my head. Master of Disguise, <laughs> <laughs> Pistachio Disguisey. Oh that movie is so bad. I liked it as a kid, but man, like looking at some clips recently, I'm like, this movie is terrible. All time guilty pleasure. Yeah, it is. That's and the like, definition that was, of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. And I think that could be done really well, keeping kind of the same form. There's a lot of potty jokes that don't land, but man, if that was redone, I could see a, a good, <laughs> good remake happening. Solid one. Why not turtle enough for the turtle, turtle club? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that that scene was filmed during 9-11? No way. Oh, my gosh. Literally, 9-11 happened. They filmed that scene, came back, and found out it happened, and it was just silent for the rest of the day. Wow, that's a sweet movie, Morsel. Hello. Yeah, sweet movie. There you go. Um, I'm just trying to think of, like, older movies. where, But, like, I would, you know, I think some people would maybe say, like, oh, remake, uh, like, Predator or The Thing. But, like, what makes those movies so awesome is, like, yeah, maybe the effects seem a little dated, but, like, they're practical effects. So, I mean, the Predator looks amazing still. Like, the new Predator movie, not great. Just from what I saw of, like, the special effects. Um... Gosh, uh, I would. I don't have a good question. I don't have a good answer for that. Not a great answer. Uh, the prequels, maybe. Yeah, but those aren't even that old, but they look really no. dated now. But that's the thing. It's like not even those because it has charm to it. <laughs> I think a lot yeah. of these older films that are good have that charm. It's just like mm, we don't want to remake it. We we've talked about that before on the pod. We don't like remakes. You know what I would say action. though. One that could use a good update for the modern era is Ace in the Hole. We just reviewed it, and oh. it was the movie with, um, oh my gosh, Kirk Douglas, who's the news reporter who goes to investigate the dude that had been like trapped in the cave. 
And so I think now with like journal journalistic integrity being such a big part of, you know, the modern zeitgeist yeah. to remake it and update it for this modern time. Yeah. And I can see same thing with battle of Algiers. That could be a good remake. Yeah. That has but potential like, legs. It, that one's so cool though, because yeah. they have like actual people like that was like four years after it happened. Yeah. What about that it? one's so great, man. What about you guys? Anything off the top of your head? Um, one I just watched, I already mentioned it, but James Bond Goldfinger. Mm. Goldfinger. That one that one's one of my favorites, but it it's pretty dated. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> bad. So I haven't seen any of the old Bonds, so I don't know. Oh man, you gotta watch it. That one's so good, but some of the effects are just like and some of the dialogue is just bad. Rough. Hmm. But it has a lot of potential. I think that one would be the best one to remake. Okay. Um yeah. Okay. Who's got the next question? I like that. Jives, you want to grab the next one? Let's see. What is your favorite A24 movie? Um, Probably Moonlight. That's that's solid. Mine is Lady Bird. Mm -hmm. Mine, I'm going to have to go with Under the Skin. Oh! I didn't realize they made that. Is that a horror? What is that? It's, it sounds like it. It's weird. It's wild. Sci-fi. It's weird. It's sci-fi. Have you? Have you? Not, yeah. It's not for kids, but it's it's a great. <laughs> it's not movie. for the faint of heart. Uh, no. have, you, have you seen uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've that seen one's that good. One. I didn't like the ending, but I read the synopsis to that, and I was just like, "Whoa, no thanks." It's a it's, little weird. Yeah, yeah the ending is just like, eerie. "Why are you? Why?" Eerie yeah. is a good word. But Under the Skin is incredible. If you haven't seen that, holy cow. I've heard yeah. Under the Skin is really good. I'm look this I up. I watch like, that one this weekend. It's crazy. Do you guys have an idea of what their worst movie is that you've seen? Hereditary. The Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> the Lobster is... Oh, man. The Lobster is a weird one. Um, so bad. Oh, gosh. Under the Silver Lake, I think is what it's called. Oh. The one with Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. That one's really weird. Um, we watched one called The Black Coat's Daughter last week. Not good. Hmm. I would say probably Black Coat's Daughter. Hmm. They have so many movies that they just like shove out into theaters and don't promote much that like I'm not really aware of. Was there a movie called Waves that came out? Ooh, yeah, I heard that one's really good. Yeah. Sarah and I just watched that. Really good movie. Hmm. Oh, you did? I heard the soundtrack rules. Oh, man. Best soundtrack. Yeah. It's the really same guy who movie. did um, It Comes at Night. Oh, wow. Trey Edward Schultz, I believe his name is. Yeah. That movie's um, eerie, right? It comes at night? Uh, kind of. It's fine. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't go out to see that one either. Fair enough. Um, okay. We got just a couple this, more. Okay, so this next question um, kind of encapsulates a lot of previous questions that we have. So one question that we had was, can we have... Um, I'll read this question first and I'll go back to it. So the question is, why is Inception the single best movie of all time? TC, you've got an answer for this. Um, or kind of, is what you had said yes, earlier. Yes, I do have an answer for this. And let me let me just kind of open these cans, this can of worms. Inception, mm-hmm. same with Interstellar, but I'm going to focus on Inception. Everybody can relate to Inception. And why is because... Of dreams, every one of us, I believe, have ha- has had a dream where it was very significant. Where we woke up and we were like, "Whoa!" Like that 
what just mm-hmm. happened, whether it was a nightmare, whether it was an idea, whether it was someone that we love that we lost that was appeared in our dream. Um, mm. And I like the idea that Christopher Nolan has dreams being obviously the core of that film. However, similar to Interstellar, there's time. There's time that's running out for this dream and this idea of planting um, to give up, you know, uh, the company so that the other guy, his company can thrive and work. So I love the, and it's, it's a team. It's a team that are coming together, great character development. And it's just such a cool idea that I believe everybody can relate to and connect to. And that's, and it's, it's that's, executed pretty flawlessly. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. it's something so new, like with dreams and planning ideas. And it's a heist movie with dreams, basically. And and it is just crazy. And the suspense that Inception builds throughout the film, uh, it's it's so cool. Like, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to add, actually. So earlier I was talking about how um, animes are really hard to adapt and Inception is actually inspired by an anime called Paprika, made by um, Satoshi oh, Kon. Who, it is. Yeah, um, who did Perfect Blue, which is also adapted by Darren Aronofsky to make um, Black Swan. Perfect Black Blue Swan. is not for the faint of heart. Did we watch that together, Jonah? Were you there when we watched it? No, but I've seen it. Okay, yeah. Um his Satoshi Kon has some really great movies. They're they're a little jarring sometimes, but basically, Paprika is about a psychologist who helps his patients by going into their dreams. And what happens is um, his device, like the prototype, gets stolen, and so they have to basically, you know, go in and make. I, I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. I know that that's like the the general synopsis mm-hmm. of Paprika. And that Christopher Nolan took a lot of inspiration from it. There are a lot of scenes of Paprika that are like the scene where um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going through the like rotating hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's taken basically from Paprika, inspired by Paprika. That's awesome. Um, I did not. So it's know- a great anime to watch. I did not it's know. Always that. been yeah. on my list. Dang. I was I was watching Paprika and I fell asleep <laughs> multiple times, and then yeah. I I watched it again the next night and fell asleep and then the next night tried watching it and fell asleep. So I never finished it. Wow. Maybe it was all part of one dream. <laughs> yeah, who knows what happened That's there. what it was. And can so. I can I just can I just say this? That's interesting. I think Inception is in my top 10 of all favorite favorites of all time. It's so rewatchable. I, I, it's yes, such a good movie. Yes, it has that rewatchable. And I think I like Interst- I, I like Interstellar just a bit more, but Inception just right there. The idea is so cool. I didn't know that that the inspiration was taken from Paprika. So that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, the Matrix has a lot of inspiration from uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Like there's been a yeah, lot yeah. of animes that have been like reimagined in certain aspects of movies, but not adapted well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Inception anime is great. Here. And do we want to make the announcement? No, we'll do two more questions. What are we feeling? Then we'll make, we'll come back to this yes. question as part of an announcement. We just have two okay. more questions. Okay. Sweet. Uh, I'll go. I'll get this next one. Um, or yeah, okay. I'll read it. Um, Yo, Keeks, favorite movie soundtrack of all time. I think that this one comes actually pretty recent. I think before Drive was probably my favorite soundtrack because it really helps set the mood of the movie. But one now that I love is Goodfellas. Mm. Martin Scorsese oh. is the master 
of using soundtracks in his movies. Like the Irishman has that one song that they use a ton that's great, but Goodfellas, like when she kissed me as they're going into the club in the back and he's going on the date for the first time, Ray Liotta's character, and it's just that tracking shot of them going down into the behind of the of the club and then they go in and sit down and everyone knows Ray's character. Man, that soundtrack is so good. Okay. I like that. Guys, what about Solid. you? Um, I think the one that I've listened to the most because I have it on like a CD is the Tron soundtrack. <sighs> so that's like the the fourth week in a row we've talked about the Tron soundtrack. <laughs> Let's go. So I don't know if that's my favorite of all time, but that's definitely the one that I've listened to more than any other. Yeah, that's a Just good one. I had though. it on CD and put it in the car, would drive around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love Tron, of course. Mentioned that before. Lord of the Rings, duh. I really like Baby yeah. Driver. I think Baby Driver has yeah. Some, Baby Driver's got a great song yeah, in in it. So those are probably my three. Cool. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Keeks favorite sneaker of all time. Hey. Okay, so <clears throat> the Air Yeezy Two for me is an all time. I mean. The, the the red octobers uh or? no the solar reds so basically the colorway it's, it's a black it's kanye west's second shoe with nike his first one the air yeezy is fine but the air yeezy 2 for me is just let me pull it it up. is a crazy shoe the details on it are crazy and to find a pair that's dead stock like brand new never been used is almost impossible and thousands of dollars like 10 10 grand (laughs) yeah uh, i think the reason why is just because kanye west is and he's he's one of the he's just create there i i heard a quote that's basically some people just aren't cut out to be famous and shouldn't have the platform that they have and kanye west is like number one on that list (laughs) like he doesn't know how to handle fame but his his designs for sneakers and stuff are just crazy i mean every easy that comes out sells out um but i think i think the greatest shoe of all time though has got to be the jordan one or the jordan four the jordan one is it it broke so many barriers for sneakers. I mean, it, yeah. it there's a there's this colorway called the Band One, which is basically it had multiple color. So your your shoes could have the colors of your team, but these shoes had three different colors on them. I think it was black, red, and white. And because of that, the NBA banned them and fined Michael Jordan. And now he's, you know, they've been um, what's it called, retroed a bunch of times. And I think. Jordan 1 is great. Tinker Hatfield is a a genius. Made the Air Jordan 3, which some argue is the best shoe of all time. Um, but if I could, my what we call in the, in the sneaker world, my grail is the Air <laughs> Yeezy 2. The Solar Reds. Okay. Yeah. I don't like red shoes, so the Red Octobers for me is just automatically out. Yeah, yeah. I would never wear them. I'd put them in a case and I'd, <laughs> I'd just look at them. <laughs> Maybe I'd let my son or daughter wear them if they wanted <laughs> there to. There you but, go. Or Becky. But yeah, that would be my answer. Cool. Do you guys have any sneakers you guys like? I don't know if we ever really talk about this. The ones, the ones I want are the. I just pulled them up. The Nike Craft Mars Yard by Tom Sachs. Mm. Oh, that's a great one. They're they're so cool. Yeah, they're they've, so um, cool. What is it? They're made for the astronauts. Oh wow! Yeah, something along those lines. Or, so, yeah, I don't. It's not the new like big Mars boot ones. It's the it's like the sneakers that are they're red tan. And tan. Yeah, they're so mm-hmm. sweet. 
Yeah, I, I great shoe, man. Sneakers. Big fan of oh. Nike Air Max ones. Love the Nike Air Max ones. Okay, the OGs okay. are great. The OGs that are red and white. Oh, red and white, hands down. Like I want a Nike Air Max one, red and white or blue and white. Those, Those are, are clean. Mm-hmm. And then Air yep. Jordan Eleven, the Concords, super guys. Really excited for the MJ documentary that's oh, coming out too. every Sunday. So the Last Dance, really pumped. Because I, okay, I don't know a lot about DC. MJ. I just know. He's considered the GOAT. i just seen his clips. I've never sat down to watch a full playoff series of MJ. I was too young, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is the GOAT? <clears throat> I break it up like this. The best scorer is Kobe Bryant. The best all-around basketball player is LeBron James. The GOAT is MJ. <laughs> does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. Me, no, it, it does. Sense. I heard – so I was listening to the um, – what is it? The Bill Simmons podcast and Ryan Rosillo was talking about just like if you could have a clone to play every position, who would you want to be that clone? He mentions Michael or Michael Johnson, Magic Johnson, because Magic Johnson played every position. But the goat mm-hmm. is I would say Michael Jordan. But for me, it's a little different because it goes back to sneakers for me. I mean, oh, yeah. who is clamoring to get not to say LeBron James shoes are bad. I like a lot of his shoes. The tens. The 8 through 10s is the golden age of LeBron yeah. James sneakers. Yeah. But the Jordan retros, the 1 through I'll give four I'll throw 14s in there. I hate the 2s and I hate the eight, the 8s and 9s, but his shoe it's timeless. Michael Jordan yeah. for me is the goat for that. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see if MJ didn't have these shoes, if he didn't have the shoe line, where would his credibility be on the goat timeline? Like I think the Good shoes point. and the brand of just Jumpman adds to my MJ Spike Lee. Yeah, it's got to be the shoes. 100%. So, Mars Blackman, and, it, and it's obviously like the MJ mentality. And then you have like Mama mentality that kind of made Kobe. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for the Last Dance. But uh, that's that's yes. it for the questions, guys. That is this. Are we okay, TC? You you take hold of it for this little announcement. So Keeks, Jives, and I we have been talking about doing a virtual SFT meetup, and we have decided Inception is going to be that film. And do we have a day? Do we have a date? Do we have a dime? What are we feeling? I was just thinking Wednesday. I was thinking Wednesday too. <laughs> That's Wednesday. It is. Let's, Wednesday. It is. What day is Wednesday? I don't even April twenty first. It 22nd. is twenty second. April twenty second. Let's we're gonna start at what at seven o'clock Utah time. Six thirty Utah time. Six thirty Mountain Standard time. Let's do six thirty Mountain time. I think that's fair. Jives, you're what okay, two hours good. ahead. You're eight thirty. Yeah, that's Keeps perfect. Your seven thirty. Seven thirty here. Yeah. That's per- yeah, that's perfect. Inception's for me too. Uh, two hour runtime. Mm-hmm. It's on yeah. Netflix. And we, I'm excited for I rewatched this roughly back in September, and I'm really excited to watch it again. So, how are we gonna watch it, TC? Because I know we've so Kennedy's mentioned this before, and we'll play around with it. But Netflix Party has a way where if you're the host, you can play and pause it whenever, and you can have like a little chat room. So we'll give more details on that. Keeks, you and I, and Jai's, we can probably do a little test run with that, so we feel a little bit Mm -hmm. more comfortable with that. So we can do Netflix Party, or we can just slap it up on our story, have a little countdown and everybody press play at the same time. And it's like, we're watching together, but that, and maybe we'll just live stream it. I don't know. The nice thing about Netflix party is that we're all 
in sync and we're all watching at the same time. Like no one's three seconds ahead or three seconds behind. Yes. Let's do that because we, we need that chat room. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'd be some fun interactions. And everyone's seen Inception, so it's not like you have to be glued to the TV mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. it. I mean, you'd... and we'll give you some sweet movie morsels throughout the way. I'll do a little bit of research and find some good ones. Perfect to okay, throw them sweet. in. So yeah, plan for Inception awesome. Wednesday, April twenty second, six thirty Utah time. In that window, roughly, probably be fifteen minutes past. Let's be real, <laughs> but, but we'll try. <laughs> it's true. Anything? Anything else? That was a fun take, guys. I lo- awesome love take. the questions that everyone submitted. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good time. Absolute blast. Sheesh. So, J- Jives, thank you for coming on. Oh, he'll, yeah. he'll probably be on a little bit more often, just because we like to get the whole crew on here. Yeah. It helps with the flow of the conversation a bit. Sweet film talk for life. I, I get I get rambly I sometimes. We both, we both do. <laughs> we love it. We need some direction here and there. <laughs> sure. No. All right, bro. That was a good take. Uh, take 80 and take 81 will be next week and plan for Wednesday, April 22nd. Perfect. Awesome. Stay sweet, everyone. Sweet. Sweet. sweet.